It's May 25th, 2014, and you're listening to the Architecture Happy Hour. I'm Laura. And I'm Larry. And it's a two-drink minimum, so grab your glass and let's get started. Happy May, everybody. Yeah, here. well, happy almost end of May, no, everybody. Kidding. It's Memorial well, Day weekend. It is. And of course... The pools are opening and... Yeah, and everyone's graduating. Everyone's getting out of school and that's all... Yes, all you college graduates, it's real. Uh-oh. Yep. No more finals. <laughs> yeah. You just have to get out there and find a job. Yikes. So, you know, we were thinking about that and, and we were talking, what, maybe even a couple of years ago. And we were trying to give advice on you know, how do you really go out and find a job because it's not a great market to find a job in. And amazing what can happen in two years. Yeah, thank goodness <laughs> it's, things have changed. Yeah. And just because, you know, the job market's better this year doesn't mean everybody gets to slack off and, you know, oh, well, it's going to be easier to find a job. Now, do you need to put as much effort into it as you would have two years ago? Right. You need to show up in person and make those resumes as intriguing and inviting as possible and and yeah and, and please don't send fluffy stuff to us and like in a cover letter yeah a cover letter don't, <laughs> don't you know be, be good about your cover letter too it's still even though the job market's better you still need to put your best foot forward mm-hmm. and of course you're not the only ones graduating matthew graduated preschool <laughs> yes my little munchkins going on to kindergarten, kindergarten. Actually, in two weeks, he'll have his little graduation ceremony. So That's so weird. I know. They did little pictures this past spring of sure. them in blue caps and gowns, and yeah. it was quite funny. Well, of course, you know, you've got him graduating, so to speak, and then you've got him starting kindergarten. And right. a month after that, it's going to be maybe two months after that, it's yeah. kid number two. Little brother little arrives. Brother yes. So you guys have been like in full... Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it nesting just yet, but we're definitely in transition trying to get Matthew is officially moving into the guest room. So we've got to make that into his big boy room. And the new baby gets Matthew's room. So we're transitioning that. Grandma and Grandpa are going to be bringing a crib and... And the other grandma and grandpa are bringing bunk beds for Matthew. And it's like a major furniture palooza at our house right now. We're just moving everything. So yeah. it kind of feels like we're remodeling because I'm – we're like, where were those furniture mover slider thingies? thingies. We <laughs> made it so much easier last time. Right. And we're like yeah. shoving file cabinets in my closet and moving things I haven't seen in 10 years. And yeah. it's, a, it's a good cleansing process. I don't know well, how I thought, else well, to put I, it. Oh, yeah, I think it always <laughs> is anytime you do that. And, of course, you know, we talked I think last time that we were getting ready to start the remodel on our house. And we actually signed papers and – Larry wrote the first really big fat check the other day and is trying not to have too many palpitations about it. Yeah, it's all of a sudden becoming real. We've been talking about it for, you know, a year and a half, half, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And it's it's becoming sort of like the move. We talked about it for a year and a half and it finally happened. That's exactly right. We do nothing quickly around here, apparently. No, and and so the the construction is actually, we're talking demolition this week. Exciting. Yeah, it was kind of Time for before pictures. Time for before pictures and... And actually, our contractor wants to take some video of us actually swinging sledgehammers. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I'm, well, I'll go with it. Why Just not? Just humor him. Just humor yeah, him. Yeah, he's got a plan. He's I'm got sure. a plan. But you know, it got us to thinking, you know, Laura and I to thinking about the, the things that, you know, this is a remodel. It's an opportunity to get the things that you want and the things that you 
you know, maybe had before and, and if you were going to put it back in the house, what do we do differently? Right, because most of us find a home that we hope is as close to perfect as, as we you like can, at right. the time. But then maybe 10 years has passed or however long. How long have you guys been in that house? Uh, it'll be, oh, God. Just hit me. It'll be 13 years at the end of July. Oh, my gosh. So you were different people when you bought that house oh, yeah, totally than you are now. People, right. And so, and of course, technology's changed and the way you function in a kitchen has changed. And so now mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to go, well, you know, it would be really nice to have that yeah. blah, 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 wow. fill in the blank. And now you kind of have an opportunity to see if that's right. feasible. Well, so. and, and, you know, and, and we went initially whole hog out to, you know, this is everything that we could possibly right. want. And we, of course, had to pull the scope back in. But I was thinking about, okay, what is, what is the one thing that we really wanted that we're still getting out of the house? And I call it the grown-up bathroom. You know, we actually have a really good stand-up shower with a bench seat, and we have a double vanity instead of the pedestal sink. And Laura and I were, were talking about this earlier, and, and she and Bob have never had to share a bathroom. Right. Ever since we bought our first house, We've lived in houses where the master bath has been really small, just like yours, built yeah. in the 60s or 70s. And so it always sort of worked out that Bob would take the smaller master bath and I just took the hall bath. Because right. at time at that point, we didn't have kids. So it was like it was a great deal because we could both get together. I mean, we could both get dressed and get ready in the mornings independently. We weren't, you know, trying to share a mirror or a right. sink. And so now, as I think about it, if we were to ever totally remodel and do a nice big master bath with double vanities. Yeah. Would I want to share? Because <laughs> I really kind of like my privacy and yeah. and having all the layout space to myself on the counter and yeah. not having to share that medicine cabinet. And well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping. Okay, this is your sink and your side of the vanity, <laughs> and this is mine and my side of the vanity. Right. I, I, it's you. Know, we're used to really sharing the bathroom, so we're kind of okay. Yeah, with that. so you're okay. But it's um, you know, just thinking. Oh my gosh, I've got our. You know, when we had a decent sized shower, but you know, it was it was. Pepto Bismol pink tile. Yeah, they and, didn't build them. Yeah, it wasn't quite the same. Yeah, so right. Yeah, yeah. If I could get that, get that grown up shower and the grown up bathroom, and and Are James you having like eight the, spray heads and all no, of the, you know, the steam shower and all that. We're business. not doing anything too crazy like that. <laughs> you know, there's a limit to what I'm willing to go with. Oh, all right. Um, you know, and and of course on on the other end of the house, James gets the grown up kitchen. Oh yes. You know, we've we've been so used to galley kitchen and then we were in the rental house with the essentially no kitchen. Um so he's getting the you know, the full on kitchen with the thirty six inch pro range. The big open concept yeah, everything opening into the yeah, opening big into dining the living, living room, yeah. you know, that that whole thing and an island we can actually roll out cookies on and have space to do that because it used to be we would Yeah, it's because he's know, a big baker. Right. Yeah, so Christmas time it'd be cookies. In the kitchen, on the on the dining room table, <laughs> on the little pull-out table that his grandparents had had, that oh, we'd gosh. lay that out. Since the kitchen would just be covered in cookies, and you're trying to bake and shift stuff around, and then now we actually have the space to do it, which probably should scare me somewhat. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be an interesting Christmas this year. But uh, but yeah, so I got to thinking about you know, people have their own experiences and their own. You know, they're bringing their own. Anytime you do a remodel, you're bringing your own life to the table and mm-hmm. so what are the things that that you know you might be adding that other people wouldn't and and part of it too is brought about by the fact we have a client a new client who has been living in abu dhabi for the last six years they've, they've kept their house here in the states but they've been living overseas for six years so it's been a totally different experience for them 
And so they're bringing, you know, we've been talking about, okay, what do we want to do to the house here? What do we want to renovate? Because they're going to retire in a couple of years, move back to the States, and this is their last house. They've had it forever, and they're going to stay here. And So what are the things they're bringing back? And interestingly enough, one of the things that they, first things they said to me was, well, all the rooms that have water have to have a drain in the floor. In the floor. In the floor. Which we don't typically see. Yeah. You know, sure, there's a drain in the shower. Right. And sometimes we see a drain in the laundry room. Yeah. But not in the kitchen. Yeah. And there's a drain in the kitchen. And so, you know, I'm trying to put that together in my head, but they've been over there long, so long that this is just normal it's this become a convenience, convenience to them. Yeah. she's realized what a valuable yeah. thing that is to have and Whereas so it may not even cross our minds here yeah you know well if the dishwasher floods the dishwasher floods well if the dishwasher floods now it's going right down the drain uh, you know you don't put that together well, and they also use it from a cleaning standpoint too right well i'm sure it's almost more be of a, a commercial commercial sort of drain finish yeah probably so you know you're you're maybe scrubbing the floor and the water's just going down the drain but it was one of those weird things. I thought, well, that's that's unusual. And part of it's cultural over there, right? Yeah, I think some of it's cultural. You know, the she was saying all the water's you know coming out of the ocean. It's desalinated water, so they're very conscientious about you know what their usage is. And same thing with electricity. Her husband said, "Well, has the technology here advanced enough that because what they're seeing where they're at in their apartment is." Everything is switched, like every single outlet you can turn off. So there's an on-off switch at every single outlet. Yeah, I guess she said they take a picture and send it to me so I could see it. Plus, every outlet has a fuse. So you don't, you know, we're we're used to what we call GFCIs, which are ground fault and eruptor, which is probably more than you need to know. But basically in the kitchen, most of you, if you've seen them in your kitchen or bathroom, if something shorts, the circuit breaks. So you don't get electrocuted or something, that shock. Well, here, er, there, every single outlet has a fuse. And her husband didn't know this when they first moved over and consequently threw away two very nice and good quality expensive lamps because he thought they were broken. <laughs> when it was just the fuse. Just the fuse. And one of his neighbors <laughs> said, well, have you checked the fuse on the outlet? And he said, what fuse on the outlet? <laughs> and Small so, yeah. detail. He's like, yeah, threw away two perfectly good lamps. Just right in the trash. Well, so I'm wondering, is that because the electricity service is not reliable? And so you, just to save your appliances, you switch them off? Or is it more of an energy? It's an energy saving. I think it's really a consumption thing. Because we've heard about that in recent years of if you leave your toaster plugged in all the time or your coffee pot, for example, plugged in all the time, it is drawing energy. You know, we leave our TVs plugged in all the time, but they're turned off. But they are still drawing energy. So if you actually physically switch that to an off position and cut all electrical all flow, to, right, yeah. then you are saving energy. But, so well, that is kind of interesting. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm thinking about how how electricity is really done here, you know, how outlets are daisy-chained together. You may have six outlets on one circuit. You know, how do I turn that off and not turn off the rest of the, rest of the outlets? It'll, so it will be an interesting thing to have them bring with them from their own experience. And then how do we you know, how do we incorporate that into the house? Because we have the opportunity, obviously, this is a remodel, so there's the opportunity to do, you know, redo the electrical, redo the plumbing, and so you make those changes, but just that whole concept in and of itself. Well, and you had mentioned that every 
bathroom has a hand shower. Yeah. Is it separate from the shower itself? Yeah, separate from the shower itself. And, and it's, you know, for uh, – I think, you know, like washing feet and, you know, because they pray five times a day. She said, well, you know, five times a day they're praying and one of the things they're doing is they're washing their feet. That's part of the ritual. Part of the ritual. So there's these hand showers that are separate from, you know, using the tub or whatever. Um, and which, of course, there's a drain in the middle of the floor, so it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, she mentioned possibly tiling almost the entire bathroom because they're just used to it. Right. You know, and like, actually, if you separate from that ritual, that actually is a really helpful and handy you know, thing to have available. Yeah, you're just, you know, washing the walls down and keeping the keeping the place clean. I'm thinking after Matthew comes in from a bike ride and he's covered head to toe in, just, the, you, in the mud. Well, yeah, you just uh, <laughs> sit him in the middle of the bathroom and just, just hose and yeah, not worry about anything off. else. Yeah. Right. When you can actually temperature control it, that would be better than shocking him with, with, with the hose out, out back. Although there's be. a thought about it. Every time you do this, this is what's going to happen. Uh, that's true, so yeah. think about that. Yeah. Let's reinforce the behavior. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so but, but which sort of brought us around to that sort of cultural accommodation because you know you're you're working with a client and you're maybe doing a new house even or re, whether you're doing a remodel or a new house, you've got that cultural accommodation you're trying to make that maybe they're not comfortable bringing up, but it's going to be essential to this being a successful project. So it may be a case of asking or saying, okay, what what do we need to consider when we're doing. You know, a great example of this would be doing a kosher kitchen for someone. For a Jewish that, family. For a Jewish that, family that, yeah, you know, that that's that. mm-hmm. going to be really important to them and making sure that, you know, that meets their needs. At the same time, Laura was talking about you're taking off your shoes. You guys take off your shoes when you come in the house. Yeah, it's just right. kind of become a habit that was enforced by my mother-in-law as a nurse and right. has been ever since the boys were little. Well, she had four little boys. And so, of course, to control the mess, the mess and the dirt, and the dirt and germs and, uh, yeah. and just all of it, that was their policy and still is at their house. You take your shoes off when you walk in the front door. So if you have that policy but you don't have a place to accommodate that, it becomes a real nuisance and an eyesore to have a huge pile of shoes or, <laughs> you know, the decorative basket that only sometimes contains the, you know, yeah, the pile sure. of shoes, you know, in a place that where you're trying to walk or trying to you know, have a nice looking entry. Yeah. So little rituals and little habits like that need to be thought about. Yeah. Well, and, and that's not even a, a cultural no, like, it's or really a not. religious thing for you. It's just simply it's habit. Just it's keeping just your this house is clean. the way we've, we've always been and always done it. So that's the way you do it. Yeah, she's always kept a very clean house and that was part of it. And so yeah. so we do the same and, and we try to keep it contained to a little, you know, storage closet off our or, you know, garage door entry. Um, But, yeah, if we were to redo that whole entry with the big mudroom, we would definitely plan that into it. Yeah, absolutely, a little bench. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and one of the things we were thinking about, so, you know, because we have the chance here to redo, you know, redo the house, and and so we're going down that road, and, and and we talked previously about, you know, how do you accommodate a handicapped pet? Well, for our our case, of course, we're having to deal with that. But not only that, but we have a doggy door. And so now here's the opportunity for us to really design the dog door. And so it's not just the dog door, but the dog entry. The dog entry. The doggy vestibule. Right, right. So, you know, the porch porch (laughs) with a nice overhang and it matches the rest of the house and really works with it. So, this opportunity to really do something unique. 
Do a little ceremonial entry for Jenny. Well, yeah, I mean, just for the dog, you know. We're being accommodating. Why not? Why not? Why not? And really give it some pop. So this is going to be one of those things that, you know, you're thinking, well, we're changing the house and we're doing a renovation. And suddenly, hey, you know, if, if we can do something fun, let's do something yeah. fun for a change. So just, you know, putting the doggy door in the wall or in the door and just letting it be a flat thing, you know, it's popping open all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, you know, you, you're... You know, if you're, whether you're remodeling or starting new, I guess, you know, think about those things because you're coming from from that previous experience and it may have, may have worked well 10 years ago to suddenly your life has changed and here's, you know, the opportunity to maybe correct some of those things that didn't work so well. At the same time, abandon the things that didn't work at all. And, you know, and then maybe perhaps at the same time plan for what's coming up. Because in the case with our clients coming back from Abu Dhabi, you know, they're they're going to retire, so there's some things that we got to consider when we're working on the house now. So, you know, the the whole construction thing, I mean, this, it'll be interesting as, as we're going through the process to see, you know, the things that we may change along the way, hopefully not too many, but because we feel like we've thought through this so many times. But as we continue to podcast this summer, because that's going to be probably our bulk of our construction time, um, just to see how our attitudes change and what we experience and because it'll be, it'll, it'll be such a difference for us to be the client, for me to be the client for once. And actually uh, our contractor made it clear to his project manager, James is your client. He's the one you got to make happy. <laughs> I'm like, well, what am I, a chopped liver? I know I'm just yeah, the really. architect, but you know. Um, everybody has their roles. Everybody has their roles and, and I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm just the architect. I'm, I'm just there for the, I'm, I'm the help, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so if they need drawings to get that permit. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and we have our permit. <gasps> yeah, we have our permit. Yay! It was so exciting. I'm like, oh, thank God, the city said yes. <laughs> so literally, demo is starting this week. Yeah, demo starts <gasps> this week. So, and we're going to be blogging about this as well. So you can check out the blog on hpdarch.com and see what's going on. We're going to hopefully post some pictures here in a few days with the first blog post and. Um, I'm sure as, as as the summer progresses and as the podcast progresses, that's probably going to be influencing a lot of what we're talking about. You know, we'll share the highs and the lows. The highs and the lows. No lows. There's not going to be any lows. No, no. No lows. <laughs> uh, yeah, unless you know, I have to bury James in the foundation. But that's a uh, – If there's any straight jackets, I'll be there with the camera and make sure we get perfect, get perfect shots perfect. of that. Was yeah. it the, the joke in the money pit that they found some guy in the Central Park who was – uh, sitting on a bench, he thought he was a pigeon throwing peanuts at himself, and he was just remodeling his master bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much correct. Right. That sounds about right. Well, and of course, if you're in Dallas and you're coming to the Architecture Happy Hour, um, our meetup, our monthly meetup, you can just come up and say, "Hey, how are things going?" And by the look on my face, you'll have a good idea of where we're at. Yes, just ask him how many beers he's had, and yeah. we'll know where we are. <laughs> we yeah. know exactly where we are. Yes, and by the way, if you are one of our listeners and you've attended that event, thank you so much because we I, had almost, I would say, close to two hundred people. Where we were yeah. well into the one eighties. Yeah, Holly Head had count. counted quite a quite a few, and I was like, at our last event, is she double? Counting people, but I don't. I don't think so. It was a good, good turnout. Yeah, we had a huge RSVP list, and even more folks showed up. So, yeah. oh, even the it's peop- a huge success. The people in the showroom across the street were like, "Hey, there's a party going on," and just crashed. Oh, they did. They yeah, just they did. came like, on like over. The the 
owner of the showroom and like and their four staff people just oh, showed up funny. because they saw all the people coming in and thought, hey, there's an event. We should check it out, which, of course, turns out this is the perfect event for them to check out because they're, you know, architecturally related. And um, I was like, well, thank you for crashing. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> Be sure to sign up for the, for yeah, the happy hour so you get the mind. notice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yes, but thank everyone who's been coming. It's been been a really great Yeah, so we're well over 1,600 members on Meetup. Right. And it continues to grow. We get new folks joining all the time, and it's, it's no a new faces lot of all the time. Yeah, so, new yeah. faces. Yeah, so. Uh, and, of course, you can... I'm going to say follow, uh, follow Holly. Listen to me. Follow Holly. Why am I calling you Holly? I don't know. I don't know. Follow Laura and I on Twitter. I'm Arch Happy Hour, and she's HPD Architecture. And I started a started out on Tumblr. I don't know where it's going to go. I haven't posted anything yet. I'm getting my feet wet. Maybe as course, you start your blog series for true, your house, you could true, use that. Do that. So I'm Arch Happy Hour on, on Tumblr as well. And if um, – of course, you know, like I said, if you're here in Dallas and you want to come, you know, stop by and see us at the happy hour, more than happy to have you. Anything else? You want to let everyone it. go go and have a good Memorial Day weekend and have a fun start to the summer. Yes. Enjoy. All right. And we'll see you guys in June. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. on house and so that's always working out pretty good and you can always go to our website hpdarch.com and friend us on facebook and find laura and i both on twitter mm -hmm. i'm arch happy hour and she's hpd architecture so go out there and see what you can find and let us know that you're listening yeah let us know where where you're listening from and if you have questions or ideas for future podcast topics we'd love to hear from you yeah i'm, I'm thinking I hope we're not repeating. <laughs> it's been it's been 
almost, I guess, about four years for the podcast now. So Yeah, over four years. So, yeah. So it was like, okay, new fresh topic. What are we going to do? Yeah. So we'll see next time. <laughs> if we can just get on a regular posting schedule, yeah. that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> Small things. Baby steps. Baby That's steps. That's right. Anyway, yeah. We hope you guys are having a great start to 2014. And we look forward to talking to you again next month. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.